Hi, I'm Molly. And I'm Aquafina. And we are a comic relief for your reality. Shit is real, but, but it's funny. funny. This podcast represents the opinions of Molly and Aquafina and no way is connected to our employees or associated business partners. This content is for information purposes only. Thank you and enjoy. To another episode Welcome. of Molly and Aquafina. It's all right. Who are we? We are Molly and Aquafina, which oh. is fine. <laughs> Let me try it again. We got a little tongue twisted. Thank there. you. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. And welcome to another episode of Molly and Aquafina. Yes. That, is, that was so much better. Was friend. that better? That okay. was so much better. Friend. That was so much better. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, what are we going to talk about today? Uh, I guess we can start with politics. The inauguration happened. Did I say that right? Yes. Inauguration happened. It 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 mm, that's what you said. It happened. It, um, it 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 I didn't really care for it. I watched it though. I watched it. Um I, I did it, it was very mayonnaise. Very mayonnaise. It could have been blackity black, like I said on my Twitter. I wanted to see more blackity black. I felt like Jasmine Sullivan should have sung the anthem and not Lady Gaga. Oh, maybe even a Patty. Yes, Patty. Pat. Somebody real seasoned, and I don't mean that in like a in black in black terms. Gladys Knight in the all white would have did it for me. And you know what it was? It's just because. Of the context of the song, of the history of the song, I just felt like it should have been more black-ish. No pun intended. Maybe even an old Negro spiritual could have sufficed for something. The lack of blackness that was there. True. But on a black note, um, Mm. Michelle Obama. Oh, she was looking snatched and lovely. And Barack Obama. Our forever president and first lady looked absolutely amazing, as always. And I stand for Jennifer Lopez. I love her attire. I think she looked very, very nice. Mm. Um, Mm. Lady Gaga. Mm. She looked like Lady Lady Gaga. Mm. It just, it could have been better. It was okay for what it was, but it could have been much, much better. Um... And then what was the other guy? Garth Brooks. It was mediocre at its best. Mm, okay. Very. Very mediocre. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm not going to say that I'm, I was seeing things, but on the way out, it kind of sort of looked like he wasn't trying to dap up um, Carmela. Mm. I might need to have to run that back and play that back. Play it back. I just, maybe it's because I'm just not all the way into politics. You know, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm going to get there. But I just. I think Bill Clinton is still learning himself. If he took a little snooze, didn't he? Yeah. 
He was all the way asleep. He was resting his eyes. All, no, nothing was resting. <laughs> nothing was resting. He and was nothing resting his eyes. Was more calm and cool and collective than my man Bernie. Bernie <laughs> the I I love Bernie Sanders. If I Bernie the mitten slayer, okay? He, because <laughs> everything about him. Everything about him. But let's not forget Miss Amanda. She came through. Oh, the poet. With the poem. She did a really Beautiful. good job. I teared up on it. That was the only part. Only part. Definitely set the standards for what young black women can do. Absolutely beautiful. I think she was the first, too, on top of that. The first youngest poet. Yeah, absolutely. Inaugural poet, um, should we say. But she did really, really good. I really enjoyed her. That was about the only thing that I enjoyed because the performances wasn't it. And then the Bernie memes that's been circulating all through social media. The Bernie, we got to get us a sweatshirt with Bernie with the mittens and the leg cross because he was unbothered, okay? Very unbothered. So that was politics. So what's on your black culture radar? I've been seeing a lot about our good, good girlfriend, Lori Harvey. Oh, Lori. She's just up here, out here, just gathering these men together. I aspire. <laughs> a lot of us do. Um, it was a little uncomfortable to see the comments about her being for everyone. Mm-hmm. And she's out here. But men do it all the time. But, but just... she's not for everyone. Because the people that saying she is, you could never. You would never. <laughs> you can't afford her to be exact. You could never. I mean, look at her daddy. She's young. She's living her life. She's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And... She's doing exactly what she should be doing at that point in her life. There are going to be two types of women when you leave this earth. <laughs> what are the two? What are it's the going two? to be one woman that's going to say, I wish I would have did that. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have been that. And then it's going to be the other woman that says, the world owes me nothing. I did it. I seen what I wanted to see. I became who I wanted to become. She doesn't need to apologize to you, bitches. For anything. <laughs> For nothing. She is living her best life. Y'all are not in her tax bracket. She's doing what she wants to do. Boats, yachts, whatever. <laughs> Eiffel Towers. All of the above. Now you can still sit and say, what is what is our good girl girlfriend, Sierra, over there with Wilson Wilson praying about? Mm-hmm. And we can say, what's in Lori Harvey's cup? Because it's got the juice. And I need to take a sip. Take a sip. <laughs> <laughs> Take a sip. Because um, this is out here living her best, lovely, luxurious life. life. Okay. I'm by there, by you guys. And that's how it should be. Keep your comments to yourselves because it's not phasing, sis. She's not, she's not phased. She doesn't care. I'm waiting to see who's next. Me too. <laughs> I just know after him, it's going to be somebody real major. Who Might is be somebody's next? granddaddy. And that's okay. Very okay. It could be somebody's rich, white granddaddy. It, it could be. <laughs> Why isn't she talking to? What's she talking to Diddy? And the son. And that's not, what, what's the problem? Not the father, the son. And the Holy Ghost. Oh! She had the Holy Bad Boy Trinity. <laughs> she tried. That's me. It's all right. Miley can push the button. Y'all done heard worse shit before. Y'all will live. That's my mama calling me. Oh, hey, mom, dudes. 
she calls me every day. I know and that's she right. She out. If y'all want to join my mother's, <laughs> no, like seriously, because a lot of people know my mom, and they just like if you want to join her prayer circle, she sends out text messages every she night does. at seven fifty five to tell you guys to pray. Like clockwork. Like clockwork, she would not miss it. I believe you will be saved, she, sanctified. Let me tell you, I come from <laughs> a strong praying family, and my mom and my grandma is still out here with the prayers, and that. That's the, the prayer thing. warriors. The prayer warriors. That's what keeps me covered. That's what keeps me going. And I'm telling you, prayer will just get you through some of the roughest times. It will. I prayed this morning. Oh, I don't start my day without praying. And I still didn't eat breakfast. I pray every morning faithfully. First thing that I do when I get up. I might forget sometimes at nighttime. My prayer is like real. It's not. It's real ghetto. Like. <laughs> When I pray, I be like, I talk to God like I would talk to you. So I be like, listen, God, <laughs> you already know I be with the fuck shit sometimes, God. And excuse me for cursing. You know, what's the saying? Charge it to my to my, to my mind, not, not my, my heart. There, <laughs> God. God knows. I, I had to learn that there is um, no right or wrong way to pray. To pray. No, you let my grandma, oof, if my grandma was still here, she would tell you it's at, no, you don't talk to God like that. <laughs> and I think that when you, when you're not authentic and when you're talking to him, he just probably bypass your prayers. <laughs> I think when you really go to him and you are sincere in your heart, that's when the relationship is built. Because mm-hmm. I used to think it had to be like a whole scripture. I'm very sincere. God, it's me. Giving him my home Like name, I've had people tell me, oh, you don't go to church. Your prayer is not going to be answered. Oh, if you don't, because y'all know I done tapped into Christianity. My dad was Muslim. So I done seen a little glimpse and experience, a glimpse of all religions. Okay, except Buddhism, even though I studied it and didn't practice it. But I done had people tell me, oh, you going to hell because you ain't pray five times a day. Or you ain't say amen after you was done. I'm just like, yeah, bruh, like, I'm still good with God. Me and God is good. (laughs) And that comes the difference between religion and spirituality. I think I'm more so, the older I get, the more spiritual I become. Me too. I would say I'm more spiritual. Um, Not as religious as I once was. But I'm good. Yeah. Either way. Either way. Chloe and Haley, Hailey, how do you pronounce her name? I know. Hailey, Chloe and Hailey, the Chloe and Hailey sisters. I was just gonna let you. <laughs> I was just gonna. I was just gonna let you. Finish. Oh, the Chloe and Hailey sister, the one Chloe sister, she's very very pretty Hailey. though. I think their last name is Bailey. I love them. I think they're so appropriate. They are very appropriate. I think I downloaded the album. I only heard that one song from the album. <laughs> but um, they're they're cute. They're like age appropriate, I would think. What are they, like 22 or something we said? Um, 20, 20, 21? 22 and 20, I believe. Yeah, so they're like age appropriate. They're, I think, they're um, cute. I think Chloe kind of finally broke free. <laughs> yeah, because... They have separate accounts now. They have separate accounts now for their Instagram. And you can really, I think you could always see that Chloe was more, she's really comfortable with herself. 
That's the one they did the busted challenge, correct? Well, they both did it. That's the one that had a little bit more shaking. <laughs> a little bit I more didn't know shaking they both and... did the busted challenge. I thought it was just the <laughs> oh, one. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the older one did it. Okay, so she's the oldest. Right. Yeah, homegirl was just busting it. She's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you have one sister who's busting it. Do you have the other one who is? Collecting her check for being aerial in a yeah, I mean they they ultimately they complement one another, and I guess you would say they're somewhat like fire and ice. But it's a it's a perfect combination. Yeah, it's really it works really well. You have to have that one, I guess Beyonce out of the. No, I think they're both Beyonce in their own way. No, <laughs> one is Ariel, like you said, and one is Ursula. <laughs> Not in a mean way. She's not mean, but I'm just saying one of them is the the spice to the season bowl. Like Okay. You know, you had Beyonce and then you had the others. It's just I'm just saying. But they're cute. Overall they're cute. If you guys haven't checked them out, you should check them out. But Absolutely. They're cute girls. They're cute girls. They can be my little sisters, my friends. I think. I don't know if I can handle the clothes. Yeah, she may be like, my <laughs> knees ain't that good. I can't. I can't. I, I can't, might have to go see the little mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> Not on ice. <laughs> little mermaid on ice with the, the other sister. What's her name? What's her name? Oh, Holly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so the spicy one it's is Chloe. Chloe. And then In the not so spicy one is, is Holly. Under the sea. Under the sea, yep. Yeah. They're so beautiful. They are. They're cute. They're really cute. Um, what else? Who else for pop culture? Um, that's all I have. What movies? I've seen a lot of people posting about different movies. The two I think I told you the other day that I wanted to watch was Crack. I think it was like a documentary on the crack epidemic in Harlem. Okay. And then, damn, what was the other one? I just they're saw, both on um, Netflix. American Skin. I heard about that one. Is it on Amazon Prime? You know, I don't even know. Okay, I'll find it. It just came on. And I have to watch a couple of things today. I think What's American, the premise? American Skin is good. Um, again, it's about police brutality. Mm, and it's it's going to make me angry. It doesn't really make you angry. I think the ending was. Um, I don't want to give it away. Okay. But I think that you can watch it with your children. Mm. Um, if you have children that are at that age where you want to give them the talk, mm-hmm. that is a great The racism talk. It. Yes. Okay. If you want to give them the talk, what to do when you get pulled over. As an adult, I, I still am not sure when you get pulled over. I've been pulled over twice. Once for me. The first time, I, I don't even remember. The second time I got pulled over by Temple Police. And I'm, can they pull you they over? They can pull you over. So I'm driving, and I'm actually trying to get out the way because I don't think they're trying to pull me over. I thought, let me move over. <laughs> she said, Sis said, let me pull to the side to let them through. Let me pull to the side. They said, oh, no, bitch. We're, we're coming for you. We're coming for you. So little old me in a car by myself. Oh, wow. Get pulled over by three. Three simple police. He gets to the window. Three? Why three? Why is it three of y'all in the car? Not in the car. Three separate cars. Oh, my Lord. What did you have in the trunk? Crack? Nothing. <laughs> so he gets to my window. And I don't roll my window all the way down. We can talk through the crack. We can talk to the crack in the crevices. Because, and I will already have my, ra- my registration and my insurance. 
I still get nervous every time. Me too. So he's like, do you, do you know why I'm stopping you? I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I do not know. He was like, because you ran a red light. Did you really? It wasn't. It was yellow. And yellow means you can stop. Rello. That means Rello. I was Rello. at a point of no return. Because if you would have stopped, you probably would have been in the middle Where of the fucking go. intersection. I could not. It was either go. I just said, officer, you saw that intersection. Traffic. It was me. He was like, you know, you have to be sure that you're not causing any whatever. I said, okay, whatever. But they let me know. I didn't get the ticket or anything. But it's so intimidating. And I'm three cars. Three. For little old you. For little old me. <laughs> the time I got pulled over, Omar wanted to go to the Chinese store. Omar is my brother. He doesn't care if I name drop his name. He's fine. He listens to the show. Um... It was him and his four friends. We was in my Buick LaCrosse. You remember when I had my Buick LaCrosse? It didn't have any tinted windows. It was like, I feel like when you don't have tints on your windows, it's like a girly car. Like, you're in a fishbowl. So, he wanted to go to the Chinese store. I knew that the cops was going to be with the fuck shit because they were already sitting up the street from the Chinese store, facing towards us. And I made a U-turn and parked the car. We all got out and went to the Chinese store. It's like four of his friends. We were all piled up in this one car. One of them is extremely fucking tall. And I said to him, and I had on a baseball cap, so I probably looked like a little boy. We coming out, we get in the car. Something said, when you pull off, these fucking cops is going to pull you over. Pulled off. Whoop, 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 whoop. Here they come. So I'm thinking to myself, please don't let nobody be in this, in this car on no fuck shit. It, one of his friends are very blunt. He's very direct. He's very vocal. I said, please do. This is not the time to be the Malcolm X of this. Right, right. <laughs> what you call it? He came up. He said, you know, the usual, you know, why you pull. I'm like, no. Why do they actually? I wanted to say, I know why you pull. You saw a bunch of niggas getting in a car. So you thought that you was about to meet your quota tonight. That's exactly what it was. So I said, no. He said, oh, you're, um, I think he said my registration. Something was suspended, which was a lie. Because, you know, damn well, I'm not letting none of my stuff be suspended and you wouldn't have let me go if i didn't have no insurance or no registration there's no way you would have made us get out and we would have had to walk home i know the protocol so he like oh can i see everybody's uh id or driver's license in the car so i said why do you need everybody's if i'm the one that's driving he like because it's proper protocol and i need everybody's license malcolm x in the back said but what do you need our driver's license, or he said, I don't got no license. He said, like, well, do you got an ID? I don't, I don't got, got no ID. ID. Yep. <laughs> so my brother in the front like, oh, my fucking God, dog. Give them what you got. He like, I ain't got it. Threw his fucking hand up. I said, oh, okay, please, Malcolm. Please. <laughs> so then the cop, that's how I knew they was on fuck shit. The cop, well, he said, all right, well, everybody else that got it, give it here. But my thing again why did you need it? You wanted to run everybody's stuff to see what who was a criminal, who had warrants, who had like why does it matter if they're not driving? And then you probably did think I was a little boy with a bunch of they damn boys. Really, they, I, they probably have a quote to me. And yeah, but then he said, "Oh, I'm gonna let you go." And then Malcolm X in the back said, "I mean, yeah, because she's not gonna have a dirty vehicle with blah 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 blah." He was just like going and going and going. It was funny. It wasn't funny in that moment, but it was funny once we got back to the house because we made it back to the fucking house with the chicken, with the Chinese food. But it wasn't funny in the moment. But Malcolm X in the back was still rambling. And then the cop came back, gave everybody stuff back. My brother was the funniest because nigga had his hands. If hands in the air, like if you, 
Hands was just they never moved. Hands was just up. Okay. And that's you know, in all seriousness, that's the reality. It's sad though. That's the reality in you really, even if you know you didn't do anything and you, you get pulled over, that can be it. That, that can be, be it. the last time you get pulled over. But it just it's frustrating because I'm not a black male. But I feared for all every person that was in the car. It doesn't matter. A I feared man, for them. A black woman, when you get pulled over, when you get stopped by the police, it, you just have to. Even when you're, when you know that you're not, like I said, I was stopping because mm-hmm. I was trying to let them get. See, but me. see, you really, you really ran the Rella life. My registration I mean, wasn't suspended. Nothing. Again, everything was I was intact. at a point of no return. I could not. I was flown with the traffic. So what you was there? And it was somebody behind me. So we just, you know. I, okay. I ain't the police. But <laughs> American Skin, watch the movie. You can watch it with your children. Um, again, it's a great segue into the talk if you have never had that conversation. I still feel like it's going to make me mad. With your children. Watch the ending. So how about you watch it and let us know how you feel about it? I don't want to. But for the people, I guess I could. Yeah, just watch it. It wasn't bad. I mean, I really... Ugh. It was like a modern seen... day kind of John Q feel for me. Um, what's the movie with the boys that got um locked up? Uh, for they were falsely accused or something that they didn't. Was it when they when they see us? When I you haven't seen it. No. Oh wow, yeah. Because cool. somebody told me that it would it would make me be deeply in my feelings, and I just don't feel like that type of energy. I mean, I'm in my feelings every day. I'm no, never but not in my feelings. That type of yeah, I'll be depressed. Where I work, what I do, oh, where I live, I, I'm in my feelings. I was in my feelings this morning, but that was partially because I didn't eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when I don't eat, I'm just, I'm a different person. And it's hard for me to maneuver and work when I'm hungry. Breaking your passes. <laughs> <laughs> part of the day. The fast was broken at one in the morning when I wanted garlic parmesan pretzels. So okay. I had to restart that clock. And it's okay. And I haven't been to the gym yet. I'm just going through a not a midlife crisis, but just a crisis. <laughs> All right. Next we have the kiss letter. All right. What what do we want to call? What what name would you like to give this person, Molly? Um. Let's say Shaniqua. All right. No, I know a Shaniqua. But that's not really Shaniqua. They might think, but some people might think it's like really about them. No, nobody's going to. Okay. Shaniqua. Shaniqua wrote a letter, guys. It says, there I go smacking again. You guys have to really, really excuse me and my. But um, she said, hello, ladies. I need some advice on my ex. He wants to come back into my life, but I don't want our relationship to repeat the same cycle. Don't do it. (laughs) We've been broken up for about six months, and I don't think that it's enough time for him to redeem himself. Here's what happened. In the beginning of of the relationship, everything was all good. He was romantic, caring, and giving. He tried to make it seem as if he would financially take care of me. He would order groceries to my home, help me with my car repairs, pay for trips and all of the dates, and seemed to be really into me. When his mom came around, he switched up on me, which I thought was weird. 
At the time, we were already having problems. He started expecting me to pay for dates, tried to get me to move in <laughs> so I could probably pay some bills, and then wanted me to buy groceries for him when I went shopping. Now, I didn't mind getting him things, and I did treat him to dinners, but he tried to make this a normal thing. It was a tip for tat, and that's not what I signed up for. I let him know that this isn't our relationship. This isn't how our relationship started, and I don't plan on being in a half-and-half relationship. After a while, it felt like everything he did for me, he tried to get it back. He didn't seem genuine. Everything I did for him was from the heart with no expectation of trying to get back what I spent. For example, if he cashed at me 200 the next week he would ask me to pay for dinner at Capitol Grill. Or if he got my hair done a few days later, he would ask if I could pay for his haircut. When his funky-ass mom <laughs> came to visit, he blew a bag, spent about 3000 in one day, oh, damn, and got upset when I asked him about it. I knew he would be asking me to pay for things when his funky-ass mom, I don't know what it is about the funky-ass mom, Funky-ass mom left because he was showing off and spent all that damn money. His mom came, ate and all ate all of the food, drank almost two cases of 40-pack <laughs> bottles of water, the ones you get from Sam's Club, and used all of my game detergent, softener, booster pops, and when she... <laughs> and when she left, he had the nerve to ask me... To replenish everything she used, I could go on and on about his funky-ass mama, but I digress. He now wants to work things out, and I don't know what to do. I'm not sure if our time apart was enough time for him to get his mind right. He needs to check his mom and her funky-ass attitude and be the man I knew before. I want genuine love, a provider, and a protector in my next relationship. Ladies. What should I do? Well, make your next relationship your best relationship. Because it damn sure ain't with this funky-ass nigga and his funky-ass mom. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay? The moment you can call somebody mom a funky-ass, funky that means the hills do not go back. Funky. You know what? The title of this damn episode might be Funky ass mama. <laughs> but um let's see. All right, let's 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 see. Let's see. Let's see. I would say you already know what you don't want. So write down a list and be more certain of what you do want. You said you want genuine love, a provider, and protector in your next relationship. But you, it needs to be more descriptive and detailed. You have to be very, very detailed when it comes to the things that you want in a man or in a relationship or what you desire. Um, I feel like what you saw in the beginning was exactly who you was. Like Molly said the last episode with Maya, Dr. Maya Angelou, when the person shows you <laughs> Who they are. You Boom. should be. <laughs> not channeling the inner fire. <laughs> yes, when a person shows you who they are, believe them. Not only, I'm not going to say he's a tit for tat person, but. Oh, it sounds a little tit for tat. You, you think so? Yeah. I just think he's not genuine with his, his 
Don't do it for me if you want it back. Like, don't. Right. It's not genuine. It's not genuine. It's not genuine. Don't get my hair done because then you want me to get your hair cut. Or don't get it done or don't do for me if your intentions is, oh, because I know, you know, when I'm I'm about to exercise, I know she's going to have to do this for me. Right. Do for somebody because you want to do for You don't want a selfish partner. You want a selfless partner. If I'm not mistaken. No, you're, you're, I'm still stuck <laughs> on a funky ass mom. The funky ass, I, I'm, I, I, like, I really need to go back to that part. Fine, I need to use this one. So, <clears throat> um, I think the last line that you read in my next relationship, that's, that's the answer yeah, of what your, you should do. Your next relationship. But you subconsciously knew that though. So I don't think that you should waste your time going back with, um, the guy because you know that he is not what you want um he's not going to be that guy that you put down on paper that's mm-hmm. going to be on your list so mm-hmm. i say don't waste your time i mean you didn't tell us how old you were or if it was anything you know deeper than that but i don't think that you should go back two places that we are not going we say it all the time in 2021 it's back and forth. And forth. We do not do the back and forth. It's no revolving door. No revolving door. Leave these men where they are at. Okay? Safe and secure with his funky ass mama. And a lot of women don't. <laughs> I don't even know if I should say this. Say it. <laughs> there are really a lot of good men out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you may not have come in contact with them yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to say that they do exist. And if this man is not the man that you want, go on to the next. Our good girl girlfriend, Lori Harvey, okay? You see her. You see her. (laughs) On to the next. Don't waste your time on something that you don't want. Don't waste your time being in a relationship if you don't want it to be Mm 50-50. Now, my thing with a 50-50 relationship is that if you... (laughs) If you're dating someone and you guys are in the same place financially, yeah, then yeah. it can be expected that this is a 50-50 relationship. And that's fine. It is fine, especially with starting out, you know? But you have to, that's why I said that she needs to write down descriptive details of exactly what she wants. Because say she doesn't want a 50-50 type of relationship, she just wants someone to like take care of her. And she doesn't and mind reciprocating just, when it's on her own terms. That needs to be written down because that's your expectations. That's what you want out of a relationship. That's what you want. So out of be very, very descriptive on what you want and what you don't want. And use exact words. Mm-hmm. Now, the taking care of part, I'm pretty sure that um, Shaniqua mm-hmm. can probably fully take care of herself. Absolutely. So the things that this young man can do for her is just a bonus. So <clears throat> I'm pretty sure the expectation is not that you're dating someone because you want them to be able to fully take care of you. Not no, fully, but she wants to someone be that to... they can meet you where you at and probably surpass that. Woo. You want a man to like wine and dine. Yeah. I don't want us to go out to dinner and then you expect them the next or day. Or go out to dinner and we're looking at each other like, oh, oh, who's about to You know, that's, who's the, about that's who's like about the awkward first date. That's why I just. <laughs> I've been on one of those. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of people I won't name drop, but I've, I've but awkward first uh, Who should pay? Who shouldn't pay? 
Do you reach for your wallet? Do you do like the fumble? I feel like if, to... okay, so when I went on, I hate to call it a date because it was like at a rinky dink place down Northern Liberties. So to me, and then I had on gym clothes. I just, it was like real spur of the moment. I was coming from work and he was like, hey, let's go to such and such, whatever. Okay. But, um, and then when I got there, it was just awkward overall because I'm just going to tell y'all. The person was trying to hold my hands across the table. Okay. And like you said, this was the first date. Yes, I've known this person since years and years and years, whatever. But I wasn't ready for him to grab my hand and like really try to me. But um, I feel like if you invite me out somewhere you know that you're paying for this date. If I initiate that, I'm going to pay for the date. I think that's fair. That's it. I don't mind paying. I don't care. If I got it, listen, we we be going. I'm spending it. If I don't got it, you're going to know I don't have it because we're not going. That <laughs> is absolutely fair. Um, but the date was hella awkward, you guys. First dates are, they are really awkward. I think first dates can kind of set the tone. I remember I went on this date with this guy, and it was like our first date, right? I don't know why I'm laughing because <laughs> I probably it was know a great what it date. Up in, <laughs> it was a great date up until the check came. Oh, niggas get real awkward. Get real awkward. Everybody so, has to go to the bathroom, and it wasn't even that. <laughs> so <clears throat> I start reaching for my wallet because you know, I mean, I don't know. I just reach. For I my always wallet. reach for my wallet though, and he was like, "Oh no." Not with me, queen. Not with me. Right. Not with me, queen. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, no problem. I said, well, you, you know, you can pay, and I'll leave the tip. I don't remember how much the food was. I know I probably left maybe like a forty dollar tip. Okay. He was like, why are you leaving so much? In my head, I'm like, first of all, if you can't afford the tip, you can't afford it. You can't afford to eat. It's common courtesy. So I felt like he tried to take change back. Shut up. From you a lie. You a lie. So he. Try to take like change back uh-uh. from my tip because he was paying with cash and I feel like he was kind of like doing something like funky with the money. Excuse me, excuse me, God. Can you move over? So I could talk to Jesus. <laughs> so I could talk to Jesus because I know he I, didn't. Yeah, and I was just so confused. <laughs> like, what's going on? Did he really take change? Like, change. Why and have I not heard this story before today? It's embarrassing. And it's not like the person. Embarrassing is somebody trying to hold your hand across. A fucking table, and you don't want your hands held at the moment. No, I don't want somebody to sh- shortchange somebody out of a tip. I don't no. want you taking from my tip that so I put down on the table. Leave, oh, and, and the food couldn't have been more than probably seventy dollars, maybe. So you needed the forty dollar tip. So if I want to leave a forty or fifty dollar tip because I didn't even pay for the food, if you're on a date and I'm saying I'll leave the tip because you want to pay for the meal, right. I'm gonna leave a bomb ass tip. That meal didn't cost me anything. So whatever money that I would have spent going out, I'm going to leave it as a tip. I just hope that that was the first, the last, and only date with this king. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's the answer to my question. (laughs) There we go. But it just, like, I don't mind the 50-50 thing. I don't mind doing for my partner or doing for... Anybody that I'm interested in, I don't mind as long as it's reciprocated. Right. Eventually, sh- in the end, I don't. You don't never want to keep doing and doing and doing and doing and then somebody's just like receiving everything and they're just using you up. 
So yeah, it's I I listen. I've I've been grateful enough. Yeah, <laughs> that I've never been in a relationship where I felt like it was ever tit for tat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like even in, in arguments, the- yeah, but. As far as like finances, finances, no. Yeah, I, I never. Everybody's that. been pretty given to me if they had it or when they had it. My advice to Shaniqua would be to <clears throat> date, but date with intention mm-hmm. and know the kind of guy that you want. I'm telling you, sometimes a first date can tell. Not even the first. He could tell you a lot about a person because Bridget, where did she say that? I'm trying to find it. I feel like it was a facade in the beginning with him because she said that you know in the beginning he would you know get her groceries, help with car repairs, pay for trips, and dates, that, and that probably was to show her what he can do. And he seemed to be really into me. And then when his mom came around, he switched up on me, which I thought was weird. He was already that person. Like he didn't switch up. He just saw the other side because his yeah. mom came around. I feel like, but I feel like a lot of people do that. Not even just men. Women do that too. Like in the beginning, it's like an onion. It's many layers to the person. Right. So he he showed you what he wanted to show you in the beginning to reel you in, and then once he got you in, it's just like, all right, well, this is the real me. This is me. The fifty-fifty. Yeah, this is the fifty-fifty me. You you got the you got the expenses me. You got the coupon me. Right now, this is a coupon me. So, and then he also might be a mama's boy. You gotta watch out for that. Like, do you want a mama's boy? Somebody that's gonna use up all your game detergent and drink your forty pack of Sam's Club Deer Park waters. You know, nobody wants a funky mama. Nobody wants a funky ass mama or her son so I feel like Shaniqua you know exactly what you want and and what you're not willing to and what you're not willing to settle, <clears throat> settle for because you wrote it out in this letter to be exact because I'd be damned if somebody drank my two cases of 40 pack I'll be damned if they drink not my game detergent my water and not only did she use the game detergent but the damn booster pops okay absolutely not okay and then when she left he had the nerve and audacity to ask you to buy everything all over in 2021 when (laughs) we leave someone that is exactly what we're going to do we're going to leave them Leave them right there. Unless you double them back for sex, but if, <laughs> if you got to double back for that, make sure you double back and then you keep it moving. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't listen to me, matter of fact. Don't double back for the sex. Because while you laying there hmm. or sitting there, shit, even standing there. Standing there. That 50-50 going to pop right back in your head. Mm-mm-mm. And you're gonna be like, I should have just left him where I left him. Left him where I left him. No revolving doors. No back and forth. No back and forth. Going to the next. But I will say that if he's somebody that you are really that into, I would say have a conversation. Like everything that you just wrote to us, 
have that conversation. Have that difficult conversation. You know, don't just breeze through it and just be like, mm -mm. no, like tell him how you felt. Listen, your mama came around. She used up the detergent. She used up the pods. She drunk all the water. I feel like you changed when she came. You were this person in the beginning, but now you're this person. Which person are you really? Have that have that difficult conversation with him. Be upfront. Be transparent in your feelings, how you feel about the situation, how you felt about the situation before you can even go to the next relationship or whatever you, you know, plan to do. If you're going to be with him or try to work it out with him or you're going to go see somebody new, you know, have that, have that conversation, have that conversation with him and have that conversation. Tell him to have that conversation with his funky ass mama too. <laughs> Shaniqua, we wish you the best of luck. Um, we hope that you can find that genuine love, that provider, that protector in your next relationship. Mm -hmm. Or if this man can be that, I don't know. But write us back. Let us know how it yes, goes. Yes, please. Thank you. So that concludes episode three. Be sure to light your sage, clutch your crystals. And do your kegels.